This is Channel 253. In this episode of We Art Tacoma. I have found over the last few years that there are so many strong voices and among women of color here in Tacoma. And there are so many artists and entrepreneurs and writers that are creating really phenomenal work. And I want to um, collaborate with these bad bitches. Channel 253 is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Nate Bowling and I fly Alaska. To book your next trip, go to alaskaair.com. This is the We Art Tacoma podcast. Welcome back to another episode of We Art Tacoma. I'm your host, Eric Hanberg. I'm producer Doug. Producer Doug, I've, we just came off of uh, what it feels like maybe a little bit of spring summer vacation mm-hmm. for uh, for this podcast, but it's good to connect with you again and uh, talk about the Tacoma art scene. Let's do it. What have you been working on? I've been uh, working on the vocals and mixes of my my long rumored album. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, the, the long rumored album. Yeah. Are you uh, working more or less during the pandemic? Oh, much more, I'd say, um, oh, because wow. I can record, but I can't play well with others or for others right now in my <laughs> in my two bands. Well, so. uh, I, I look forward to being able to talk to to you about that on the podcast. Yeah, I when, do too. When we get there, yeah. So, this episode we are talking to uh, Christina Butcher of Blue Cactus Press, and uh, she's been recommended to us by Jackie in previous episodes on Creative Colloquy, and I'm excited to talk about our local lit and uh, publishing scene. So let's give it a listen. We are back, uh, not in the studio, but uh, on a Zoom session with Christina Butcher of Blue Cactus Press. Welcome to the podcast, Christina. Thank you for having me. Super excited to be here. Yeah, I'm really excited to have you. Jackie uh, from Creative Colloquy has recommended, like at the end of each episode, I'm giving you a preview here. I ask mm-hmm. people like, is there anyone in Tacoma who you want to give a shout out to who's doing really good work? And I think both times that she's been on the podcast, she has suggested you, which means I can take the hint. And now, uh, you know, here you are. Uh, I'm excited to learn more. So tell me a little bit about, about yourself. Uh, what's your Tacoma story? Sure. Well, I came to Tacoma about five years ago. I landed here through the military. I was in the army and I was a linguist and I decided I, uh, I've always wanted to be a writer. And I decided that when I got out of the army would be probably the best time to really give it a go. And so I abandoned the army ship and I um, just started over. I started freelance writing. I was working for a design firm and just trying to kind of figure out um, where the literary scene was here in Tacoma and if there was one. And um, that's actually when I met up with Jackie. That's how we met. And Jackie has been an incredible mentor and friend and collaborator and conspirator over the years. Um, Yeah. And I think it was maybe my second year here in Tacoma where I decided to self-publish my own book. And um, What's your I, book? it's called Still Clutching Maps. It's a poetry collection. And I used it kind of as a, a test dummy baby for starting a publishing company. Mm-hmm. And uh, my publishing company, Blue Cactus Press, has just been 
growing since then. And it's been really fun just learning as I go and collaborating with so many different people in the area. So uh, that's, that's great. And there's a lot I want to want to really unpack there. Um, but one of the first things you said is you wanted to see if Tacoma was like a literary town or if we had a literary mm-hmm. community. Do we? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Are absolutely. we a literary town? Absolutely. Yeah. I've lived some places where you can't find a local author. You can't find any open mics. You There's like not many bookstores. There aren't any independent bookstores. Um, or there's only bits and pieces of that, or you have to travel to find it. And so I was really delighted when I realized that there's a really rich literary scene here in Tacoma and artistic scene. And um, there are just so many people creating good work out here. It's it's really cool. Yeah, we don't often, I don't think people outside of, of Tacoma think about us as being like a literary town. Um, but there's a surprising amount of writers who are working out of Tacoma. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have, you know, a couple independent bookstores or independent and used. Um, and then we also have what I think is a really interesting cross artistic scene with the letterpress and like graphic design oh, yeah. community that creates mm-hmm. like a book arts community here. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a, that is a really interesting thing that our art scene has that I don't know if that, what that looks like elsewhere, but I'm pretty, I th- I'm pretty impressed with what we have. I knew almost nothing about letterpress until I came to Tacoma and just being exposed to Ways Goose, the letterpress festival that happens mm-hmm. every year. And like you said, all of the designers, letterpress artists, and um, folks who just geek out with lettering and hand pressing and uh, furniture and just like all of the millions of little accoutrements that come along with letterpress is really cool to just see and partake in. Yeah, it's a really uh, it's a really interesting movement, and I like Mm -hmm. where 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 it intersects with with writing and publishing. Absolutely, as well. Um, So what what inspired you to go from so I, I've self-published books, but I didn't create a publishing house. Why did Why did you take that and, and start building something? Uh, tell me about more about the origins of, uh, of Blue Cactus. Sure. Um, I think for me, I always knew that I wanted to be deeper in literary arts and kind of build community through literary arts. I grew up reading. My family grew up reading. We spent so much time in the libraries, on porches with books, um, talking to each other about authors. And and so uh, one of the ways that I connect with people is through reading and writing and books. And um, it's how I really built some of my lasting friendships here in Tacoma. And, and I think, you know, every, you always hear like everybody has a story to tell. Um, but And I think that's true, but I think that we can all do a better job telling our stories. Like let's, (laughs) let's go pro with this. And when I say go pro, I just mean, let's craft something beautiful. And I love creating with other people and collaborating. And so um, I think the press really has grown because I have found such a willing pool of people to create with here in Tacoma. And um, over time, I also realized that, one of the things that that drives me as a person is that um, I like connecting with people people on a very deep level, and I would rather have long rambling conversations about things that we don't talk about, uh, like depression and anxiety and mental health and stress and grief and death and things like that. Um, 
I would rather have bigger conversations where we're being more real with each other. Um, and I think the press naturally has evolved over time to focus on those kinds of topics and those stories. Yeah. What, what do you like to publish with, uh, with Blue Cactus? Tell me more about, about the kind of work that you do. Sure. We have quite a bit of poetry on the site now, but we also have uh, memoir essays and we, we have some fiction. We've also started an online lit mag this year where we're now paying contributors to contribute essays, uh, fiction pieces, literary criticism. We're pretty open. I, I don't really want to pigeonhole what Blue Cactus Press publishes, like in terms of genre. Mm-hmm. just yet um, because I think that there's so much opportunity to explore different avenues of art and different media. Um, so I'm just, I've left that pretty open, but right now we do have a lot of poetry and I think that's partly a reflection of, of my own reading and my own writing and editing and things like that. Yeah. And then, and then fiction, nonfiction and essays and everything mm-hmm. in between. Yeah. And I'm really looking forward to publishing more nonfiction like memoir and essays and things like that over the next couple of years um, because I'm not as familiar with it um, and I love reading it. And so I want to I want to mm. just dive deeper into that. Yeah. Sometimes uh, I, what's the phrase for that? Like scratching your own itch. Like, uh, you know, at least yeah. you have one customer. It's you. And so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it's it's also a good indicator. I, I feel like I'm very participatory in our, I work at the bookstore, I'm an editor, I'm a publisher, I'm a writer. And so my community is filled with those people. And so um, when I see the people around me creating and sharing that type of work, it naturally inspires curiosity about it. So um, it's it's this nice push and pull, I think, of what the community is doing and what the community is writing and my own interests and um, kind of just finding our niche in the publishing world here in, in Tacoma. Yeah. I, I'm curious, you know, are, are you, um, what are your, what are your goals for blue cactus? Like, is this something um, when you publish a, a new book of poetry, like I did have um, Michael Halflinger on when his book mm-hmm. uh, poetry came out um, the, the low static rage or something yes, like that. Is that yes, right? Such a cool um, so, so, um, we've had one of your authors come on, but I guess I'm curious, like, like, how do you see, uh, Blue Cactus interacting with the, with the world? Are you trying to make social change? Are you trying to like, like, what, do you have a mission? How do you think about what you're doing? Yeah, our mission is really to just inspire dialogue about the undercurrents of humanity that we don't talk about. Just, you know, it can be as simple as when you ask somebody how their day is really, really intending to listen to the answer, regardless of whether it makes you feel squishy or sad or whether or not um, kind of, I guess just being, just being on board for whatever the conversation is, just really signing up for having these tougher conversations. And so I hope that in the long-term Blue Cactus Press is, work really just focuses on on that you know inspiring conversations real conversations with folks about topics that we need to talk about that here in the united states i think we don't talk about at all Mm -hmm. or we tend to push to the side and say you know i'm gonna keep going despite all these things and and i'd like to reframe that um sort of as we're gonna keep going while we carry this with us and do you want to stand with me can you hold me and can i hold you in all of your complexity, you know? Yeah. 
Um, running a small press, mm -hmm. do you find time for your own writing anymore? Like, how is absolutely that? Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> no, not. You said absolutely no, not. No, absolutely not. I mean, sometimes, <laughs> um, but I would say I go through seasons. There are seasons where I'm not writing much at all, and there are seasons where um, it's all that I can think about. But I will say when, and I think that there are other authors that feel this way, when I need to write, I will find the time to do it. But generally, like within my work day or just how I've set my life up, um, I do a lot of reading, but I don't do a lot of personal writing. Mm -hmm. yeah. So uh, when you write, do you write for yourself? Do you write for an audience? How do you? For the most part, I write for myself. Uh, writing is definitely a reflection tool for me. It helps me kind of unravel how I feel and what I'm thinking about certain topics and people and things like that. Um, but I think the older I get, the at least to some degree, I've learned to trust my instincts about um, sometimes why I need to write or understanding why something is welling up inside of me and, and when it needs to come out. And so I feel like the older I get, I have been able to do some writing for other people so long as I am personally moved by the mission of that or the, yeah. the topic at hand. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Uh, well, I want to take a quick break. And then when we come back, we'll talk about uh, some of the current projects of Blue cool. Cactus and uh, some recent books. Awesome. Hello, this is Eric Hanberg, host of the Channel 253 podcast, We Art Tacoma. Tacoma and Pierce County's restaurant scene just keeps getting better and better. You can eat at a great local establishment every day of the month and never have to repeat yourself. So if you love to dine local, then here's my challenge to you. Put your money where your mouth is and bank locally too, with Pierce County's local choice, Tapco Credit Union. And yes, that is the corniest segue I've ever said. But it's nevertheless true. You can also choose to keep your money local. Tapco is committed to serving Tacoma and Pierce County, just like Channel 253. Tapco offers the services and programs you need home loans, auto loans, checking and savings, online and mobile banking, all with lower fees and better rates than the big guys. Plus, you get the knowledge that you are keeping your money right here with a credit union that supports the community you live in. To learn more about our local choice for money, visit tapcocu.org. My thanks to Tapco for their support of this podcast and Channel 253. All right, we are back from our break. Thank you to our sponsor, and thank you from the bottom of my heart to the members of Channel 253 who uh, keep us on the air during very difficult times. Uh, your membership, $4 a month or $40 a year, is so appreciated. And if you're listening to this right now and you are not a member, I really would encourage you to support independent, homegrown media, channel253.com slash membership. Thank you. All right, Christina, back to you. Um, recently, you published a call um, for your 2021 and your 2022 publishing schedule asking for uh, women and particularly um, women of color to submit memoirs. Can, can we dig into that? I'd love to hear more about what you're hoping to do. Sure. Uh, we have a call of call for submissions out now that includes women and women identifying individuals. 
of color. And uh, what we're really looking for is any sort of nonfiction. So it could be memoir, it could be essay, it could be um, stories about Tacoma, it could be stories about the region. Um, really, it's it's pretty wide open. Um, but I, I have found over the last few years that there are so many strong voices and among women of color here in Tacoma. And there are so many artists and entrepreneurs and writers that are creating really phenomenal work. And I want to um, collaborate with these bad bitches. I don't know if I can say <laughs> bitches on this. You one. just did. I did. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just really am looking forward to um, taking part in hopefully sort of amplifying these voices um, as a woman of color myself I I think I overcome a lot of obstacles sometimes just to get my work out to the public a lot of self-imposed obstacles um, that just stem from um, you know culturalization and socialization and and things that we're taught when we're younger and I really want to um, just be a part of dispelling those those notions or those ideas that our work isn't good enough or that it has to be at a certain level before we can reach out to folks or that, um, that it's not ready. There's just so much good work out there. And, um, I would love to be a part of crafting a beautiful little book. With That's some, awesome. Yeah. How long does the, does that publishing process take for you? If, if someone sent it in a submission, you know, in the next few weeks, how does sure. that work? The submission period is open until September, uh, but I will say that once we contract with somebody, our publishing timeline tends to be a year to a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, I will also say that we move at a human pace. And so things happen. There's losses in family. The coronavirus happens. Yes, it did. You know, um, I noticed that. Yeah, people lose their jobs, people start families. There's a million reasons why timelines get moved around. And so what's really important to me and to this company is that we move at a human pace Mm -hmm. and we do so as responsibly as we can. So it takes a little bit longer, but it's I try to make a little bit more comfortable for myself and others. And we work with as many folks locally as we can to create something so designers folks who work on layout artists um for this last project we were able to print here in tacoma oh cool Um, yeah letterpress we were able to package it with a letterpress artist um so yeah so it takes a bit longer than usual and i think the last one ended up taking a year and a half to two years but Mm -hmm. um what ended up coming out of it was so cool and so i'd rather just take a little bit more time and and do it right yeah. Do, do you consider yourself um, speaking to Tacoma uh, in terms of your audience or where your authors are from, or, or is it a little bit bigger scope than that? I think we have a good audience here in Tacoma. I'd like to think that we um, are becoming a bit more regional, but um, my love for Tacoma and the, the artists, the writers, the designers here, they're so phenomenal that um, so much of that of the work can be done here. And I, it's really important to me to participate in building economy here where I live, yeah. in neighborhoods that I walk with people who I see. And so um, as much as I can, I like to work with people close to home. But I mean, I think part of living in the Pacific Northwest is um, 
you know, traveling around to Olympia, to Seattle, to Portland. Um, and so I, I'd like to think that we're building a bit more regionally as well. That's awesome. You have a, a, a new, uh, just uh, in the last week or so, a new mm-hmm. project uh, that Blue Cactus has published, and it's in your chap book series. And I, mm-hmm. before we get into the book, can you explain what a chap book is in general? Just so Absolutely. Just start yeah. there. A chapbook is really just a really thin, usually hand-bound uh, booklet. Booklet's another word you could probably use interchangeably, um, or like a, a zine or a zine. Um, and so our chapbooks are just uh, basically a one-fold hand, hand-bound um, booklet. Mm-hmm that features some work by local writers. Um, And with our chapbook series, what we try to do is pair an emerging writer with an established author and develop a mentorship process so that that emerging writer can dip their feet into the world of publishing and get some experience and see how it feels and um, just kind of get their feet underneath them so that when they move forward and hopefully move up, we're a tiny press. We love to be a part of somebody's journey as they move up in the world. Um, so we just want to kind of give them or facilitate an experience that gives them a little bit of confidence and, and boosts up their, um, boosts their work a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And tell me about the, about the new one, uh, that, that, uh, is just out there are no, or the Bedouin and there are no false alarms. Oh, they're such beautiful chat books. Uh, we always <laughs> publish the chat books in tandem as well because, um, most of the process is so intimate between both of the writers. So, uh, this chat book series for this year is the Bedouin by Yusuf Alozi and There Are No False Alarms by Samuel Snook Brown, and both are memoir essays. Um, One is about uh, Yusuf's kind of experience as he went to the Middle East to reconnect with his family and his heritage, and the racial discrimination that he faced when he came back to the United States because of that. And uh, Sam's essay, There Are No False Alarms, is about uh, school shootings and kind of the, the trauma and the experience and um, just living and moving through that. And so they're both very intimate essays by the writers. Mm-hmm. And it was really exciting to be a part of this project. We were also able to work with Springtide Press, who um, is a letterpress studio here in Tacoma, and they created these really, really snazzy folios for us. And that's Jessica Spring. Exactly. Yeah, Jessica Spring of Springtide Press. She's, a lot of people know Jessica from her work with the Dead Feminists, with Chandler mm-hmm. O'Leary. Mm-hmm. Um, and at Ways Goose as well. Um, yeah, so the chapbooks are just this these beautiful little, um, they're very small. They're kind of pocket size. They're like four by six, I think wrapped in the folio and they're just lovely essays that really make you pause and think and and I hope inspire people to um, kind of think about their own biases and their own um, cultural experiences and how those affect them as they move through the world. And this is the one that you, uh, if I can read between the lines that you mentioned was like 18 months in the making? Yes, absolutely. We thought that this was gonna be a six month project um, and then it got extended out to about a year and then it got extended about to a year and a half. And I think mm-hmm. in the end, it was probably 
probably about 20 months before we finish this. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. A lot of love and care and attention goes into that. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I still love Sam and Sam still loves me. And I was able to build (laughs) this relationship with Yusuf and get to know him and his experiences. And, and we were able to like, just build a a deeper connection, which was really cool. I was Mm -hmm. really excited about that. That's awesome. And if someone's interested uh, in reading the chat book, where could they find it? They can find it on the website at bluecactuspress.com. They're for sale there. It's one of the first things you see when you pop onto the website. And um, if you purchase, and we hope you do, a copy of the chat books, just know that your purchase doesn't just support the press or the authors. You are also helping ensure that the designers, the folks who worked on layout, the local letterpress printer, the actual printer for the chat books, those are all people right here in your community that you probably see often um, and that you know. So um, when you buy anything from Blue Cactus Press, just know that you're building local economy and building community, and we appreciate that so much. That's so important nowadays. That's great. And then uh, the other thing I wanted to just touch on that I know Blue Cactus is doing is uh, a podcast, and I feel like since... Some whoever is listening to this is listening to a podcast. Uh, let's tell them about another one. Sure. Uh, Blue Cactus Press has a podcast called the Prickly Pear Podcast. And this is really my excuse to talk to really cool people around Tacoma and just learn about That's what them. podcasts are for. I, exactly. I don't know why people yeah. don't get it. They're, they're yeah. a great way to talk to cool people. <laughs> yeah. So it's really broad. Uh, we interview artists that are at the crossroads of different artistic media. And so what that really means is just uh, we'd like to interview folks who are like writers and publishers or graphic designers and nannies or, you know, folks that are just doing like very different things and how and kind of examining how those intersect and how art plays a part in their life. Yeah. Um, Um, This makes me realize that I should have brought this up at the very beginning. But why Blue Cactus Press? Why? Why is that the name? Well, I'm from the Southwest, okay. and so I did want something that kind of um, spoke to growing up in the desert and um, kind of like these dusty gray and blue colors that you always hear about in the sunsets and uh, just really a nod to the desert. Um, the desert is a still place. It's scary. You have to respect it. You can't mess around in the desert, you know. Um, no. And I just... I love the time that I got to spend when I was young. Uh, I used to ride horses quite a bit and I grew up um, buying and selling horses with my parents. And so we would just go riding for hours on end. And um, I just loved the solitude of being out in the desert um, riding. Sometimes we would ride to another city and that was just an incredible experience. And so the, the name is really just a nod to my own heritage back in the Southwest. Yeah. My my mom grew up uh, riding horses on Kitsap Peninsula and like oh, cool. rode her horse into downtown Silverdale, which if you've yeah. been to Silverdale anytime recently, it's you know big box land. Mm-hmm. It would be it's hard to imagine riding a riding a horse into it, there. It's, it's kind of like those um, like long distance bike rides that folks do from Seattle to Portland. Yeah, um, yeah. there's something about like just traveling from one city to another without the use of electronics or vehicles or mm-hmm. yeah. motorized things that it feels good. Right. It feels right. good to travel. Well, 
Well, yeah. the, the reason that I, I realized I had neglected to ask about blue cactus is because the name of your podcast is Prickly Pear, which is yeah. another kind of cactus. Yeah. Uh, and the only reason I know that is because of the Prickly Pear Margarita, uh, ah. which I've recently discovered, and it's very good. <laughs> ah, the world of margaritas. I'll return to that world soon. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, well, I really appreciate uh, you taking the time to share more about uh, Blue Cactus on We Art Tacoma. And I gave you a preview of my final question. So you have had more time to think about it than most people. But is there anyone in Tacoma or any organization who you would like to give a shout out to and say, Gold Star, congratulations, keep up the good work. You're, you're doing awesome by Tacoma's arts community. Do I have to limit it to one person? Well, it's usually easier because otherwise then it's a whole nother, you know, 20 minutes of all the great people. But. Okay. Hmm. I'm actually re- woefully unprepared <laughs> to answer this <laughs> because I just, there are so many amazing folks around town. Um, but you know what? I am actually currently very, very obsessed with the photography by Jody Porwell. They are a uh, photographer. I'm unfamiliar. Jody, oh. what was the last name? Porwell, Jody Porwell. Their work is stunning. And I am trying to collaborate with Jody on a book cover right now. I'm trying to woo them because I just can't even. Um, I think if you go to jodyporwell.com or if you Can look you their spell name up. Porwell for me? Absolutely. It's P O O R W I L L. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, this, I, this is also how I secretly find, uh, you know, uh, guest ideas. So absolutely, yeah, I get that for sure. <laughs> um, but Jody just has this really incredible knack for capturing, I think, um, tone in his photographs. He really captures the place very well. He spent a lot of time up in Alaska doing photography. I know he's been up to Seattle quite a bit. He's got a whole collection on Tacoma. Um, and I think you can purchase his works on his website, and he does have some work in King's Bookstore as well. Wow. Um, so if you get a chance, though, just go online and check his work out. It's stunning. Okay. Well, that's an awesome recommendation. Thank you. And uh, just to remind people, if they want to uh, discover more about you, where can they find you and or Blue Cactus on the web? You can find Blue Cactus Press on social media at, at Blue Cactus Press for most platforms, including Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Um, you can follow myself at CC the Mighty on Instagram. Um, and if you want to support the press, and we hope you do, because it supports so many other folks in the process, uh, hit us up at bluecactuspress.com. And just thank you all. I mean, we wouldn't exist. This company wouldn't exist without such a cool amazing collaborative art scene here in Tacoma and um and I just I love it yeah all right well thank you again so much Christina for uh, coming on the podcast thank you channel 253 is sponsored by Alaska Airlines I'm Nate Bowling and I fly Alaska to book your next trip go to alaskaair.com we Art Tacoma is part of the Channel 253 Podcast Network. Check out our other shows. Nerd Farmer, Interchangeable White Ladies, Move to Tacoma, Taco Man, Flounder's B-Team, Crossing Division, Citizen Tacoma, What Say You, and Give Me the Mic. This is Channel 253.